0: On this episode, it's just going to be me, your host, Aaron Marlowe, and I have a very, very exciting movie review to pass along um, of this very good film that I watched called White Lie, which you can watch right now. You can rent it on video on demand on Amazon, and there is a link in the show notes, so head on over and click on that link. I will also be linking the YouTube um, trailer as well. And White Lie tells the story of Katie Arneson, who is an undergrad and a dancer who's been faking cancer to garner not only money, but sympathy, and I think a way to fill a hole in her life from a past tragedy. Casey Roll plays Katie, and she is absolutely fantastic. That's the the main thing I want to first start out talking about, because she plays this character with such a deafness and such a deep level of empathy, which is so hard to do when you're playing a character who is manipulating and lying and and using people really, you know, she's taking money from strangers. And so it's really hard in that instance, you know, it's really hard to be able to create a character where, you know, at one moment you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, will you stop lying? And you want to just shake her and you're just angry and furious at her character. And then at other instances, you actually find yourself almost wanting to hug her, feeling this level of sympathy for a character that should be completely unsympathetic. This is not an easy task for any actor to do because Katie, like I said, is not only deceiving strangers on the internet through her fundraising page, but she's also playing on the love of her doting girlfriend, Jennifer, and her girlfriend loves her deeply and deeply. And what Katie is doing is so cruel to her. She manipulates everyone around her, especially if she's ever in any kind of uncomfortable situation, any situation where she thinks she can't get out of it or any situation where she feels she's not getting the attention she deserves, she will all of a sudden, you know, say she's sicker than she is is because of course she doesn't actually have cancer, or she'll up the sympathy level, or she say she needs this amount of money to be able to go to Seattle for say a treatment, an experimental treatment that of course isn't real. So she's using everybody around her who really loves her and cares for her. And so it's such a cruel thing that she is doing. But yet, like I said, at the same time, you have this overwhelming sympathy for her character, you know, for a character that has made her girlfriend believe that At any moment, she could die. Believe that every moment they have together could actually be their last. And it's just such great performance. Casey Roll's performance is nothing short of spectacular. I mean, to get the audience to feel any kind of sympathy for a character that lies lies and lies and lies and lies and lies and lies and manipulates and manipulates is such an amazing thing to do. Um, And we speak a lot on this podcast about how we don't believe a performance unless we can really see it in the eyes and that the eyes are really the window to the character. And her eyes are so expressive, so amazing to watch. She is completely Katie. There's no acting here at all. She has become this character. And you see in her eyes, her expressive eyes that hide so much pain and fear and anger and you see, there's so many levels to this. There's so many different reasons that she's probably doing this. So it's just, it's just absolutely spectacular to watch. It's, it's uh, one of the best performances I've seen recently, um, and I can't wait to see what she does next because it's just amazing to watch her. And she's surrounded by a wonderful, wonderful cast. Uh, Amber Anderson plays her girlfriend, Jennifer. And you watch her character have to go through, you know, questioning what she's hearing from Katie and is this really real and also dealing with the fact that she fears she's going to lose her girlfriend. And she has this amazing, loving family that loves her and um, accepts her for who she is and accepts Katie. And to have to have any doubt about that or questions about that is something she doesn't want to look at. And you can see that in her performance without even necessarily words. Um, And you also see this fear because she doesn't want to lose Katie. She loves Katie so, so much. And it's really, it's a great, wonderful performance to watch as well. Um, And Martin Donovan plays Katie's estranged dad, Doug. And he's terrific as always. He struggles. You can see a lot of struggle with him as well because his daughter This is something he struggled with with his daughter for years, you can tell. Um, And he loves his daughter. I think he truly, truly does love his daughter. He just doesn't know what the right thing is to do for her. Um, And he's kind of at that point, like you'll get to this point with people who are addicts, say, or who manipulate you or lie to you constantly or aren't the healthiest relationships or aren't the healthiest partners or aren't the healthiest people in your life, friends, whatever it is where you still love them, but you can't enable them at all. And he's at that point when we meet him in this movie. Um, And so it's just a really, a a really deep performance because you can see the strain in his eyes and you can see uh, how tired he is and worn out he is and um, his struggle to maintain and his struggle to be this great father for a daughter that is lost, really. Um, so it's just—it's just a really, really great performance. And I want to shout out the direction and the screenplay. Um, they're both by um, Yona Lewis and Calvin Thomas, and they both handle the tricky material with care and ease. They capture the many levels that someone caught up in lie after lie will go to to not get caught, and more importantly, to not lose the ones they love along the way. They catch—they th- capture the desperation that that takes. Um, so well. And the script is really good because um, it doesn't give too much away. It's not on the nose all the time. It's the characters don't always say everything that they mean to say. And I think that's always very important is to see and not tell. And they definitely do that. Um, And they also, of course. They don't really tell a story where there's really necessarily any clear-cut villain. Uh, On the surface, you might think it's Katie. You might think it's Owen, played by Connor Jessup, who is a man who has been helping Katie keep up with these lies. But even he doesn't even seem fully bad. On some level, you kind of feel like he's not just doing this for money. He's not just doing this because he's a bad guy. There's some level of him that, that seems to really care about Katie. There's some sort of kinship there like maybe he went through something horrible something like that so it's it's really an interesting script and an interesting story to have that because I've you know you've seen these stories before you've seen um also stories with like moms of Munchausen by proxy or stuff like that which this is definitely not that but you see those and it's very much a clear-cut black and white bad good but with here there are so many different levels in this movie where even though there's deceit and there's deception and there's hurt and there's pain and what Katie is doing is not on any level okay. It's horrible. It's absolutely disgusting in a lot of ways. But you see that there is a deep reason there. There's this deep thing and you just wish she could just get help for that. Um, And then I also just quickly just really want to say, because I love music so much, the score is so, so good Uh, It's kind of makes you feel uneasy at times, um, chaotic at times, desperate at times. To me, it's almost like the score is Katie's brain. (laughs) Like if her brain was to create a musical score, this would be the music that her brain would play all the time. So it's just absolutely beautiful. So just want to say White Lie is just a beautifully done character study that gets to the heart of desperation that I believe is born from fear and deep-seated grief. So definitely seek this one out. Like I said, once again, this is on Amazon and the link will be in the show notes. So head on over to that link. Check it out. You won't regret it at all. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to It's a Fandom Thing. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Our logo was designed by Brooke Belly, with cover art by Carla Temis. Additional research was done by Megan Archuleta. Our Instagram and Facebook content producer and creator is Aaron Amos. And our producer is Lila Tafola. I'm your host, Aaron Marlowe. And remember, keep that fandom spirit alive.
1: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.